Notes from the Upper West Side, a novel by Dan Wrench. Chapter 49, Billy. Daddy, she said, and like I said, it was this little person's voice, a child's, and really well mimicked. If I'd been listening to her voice on tape, I'd have sworn she was 11 years old. Daddy, will you rub my little butt for me, please? I was close enough. So she sat back on her heels and squeezed my cock through my pants. It squished like pastry. I chuckled kind of nervous. <laughs> Stage fright, I said. Huh? My cock. Opening night jitters. She threw her arms around my neck and murmured in my ear in that childish voice. What do you mean, Daddy? First night nerves. They'll go away, honest. Well, why would you come to my room if I scare you, Daddy? And on that Daddy, she kind of lost her little person voice, and instead she sounded like a miffed grown-up. I get it, I thought. I'm Daddy, and Daddy doesn't break character. Well, Daddy isn't afraid of you, baby. She kissed my neck and pushed back and looked in my eyes. Are you scared of my mommy? A little? She gasped. <gasps> Does she know you like to fuck little boys? Something inside my skull screamed, Are you fucking kidding me? But in the outside world, I just stared at her. I was calm, like my brain and face were separated by a circuit breaker. She grinned. Don't be mad, Daddy. I'm just a little boy. She grinned bigger. Who sucks cock? For a minute I thought she might be yanking my chain, you know, because I have two boys. Then it occurred to me for a second that this would be Parp's idea of a fantastic joke. Could she have set this up with Parp? Holy shit! But then she hugged me around the neck again and I could feel her wet mouth giving it hot little sucks. She seemed too into it for a practical joke, and I kind of gave myself shit mentally for being so paranoid. Don't be scared, Daddy. Mommy's gone all night. Come up here and cuddle me, Daddy. She crawled up on her knees to the head of the bed and pulled me up to follow her. She stretched out. I stretched out. She kicked off her shiny black shoes. I kicked off my big fat man shoes. They clunked to the floor. She put her head on my shoulder and hugged me across the chest. I'm so glad mommy's out of the way, she sighed. Me too. She got up on one elbow and gave me this really deep, wet kiss with no tongue. She lay back down and hugged me in a tight clench and buried her face in my neck. Daddy? Yes? Yes. Maybe it's obvious from the ellipsis, but she was prompting me. Yes, Billy, I ventured. Do you love me more than Mommy? I gave her a squeeze, just like a daddy. Yes, honey, Billy, I do. I love you way more than Mommy.
I know why Mommy doesn't want us to be alone. You do? Mm-hmm. She's all afraid you're going to make me suck your cock. She got up on her elbow again and looked down at my face. Are you going to do that, Daddy? Are you going to make me suck your cock? Yes. Yes what? Yes, I'm going to make you blow me. Or what? Or I'll spank you. She got all scared. Oh no, don't spank me, Daddy. Then eat your daddy's dick, Billy boy. Okay. She unbuckled my pants and put her head down on that place where my abs would be if I had any. I could see her arched back curved to the ass crack and down into her little dress pants with the black leather belt. And my cock was like a dachshund that just saw its first greyhound. Holy fuck, I thought, it's getting smaller. What up, daddy? She asked. Don't you wanna come in my mouth? You know what? I said, daddy needs a drink. I got up and hooked my pants together to keep them from falling back down around my ankles and walked across the room and got one of the little bottles out of the refrigerator. Maker's Mark. Classy. Like I said, the roundabout in is not a dive. I raised the bottle to her in the universal sign for want some? She just stared at me, so I wiggled it at her in case she didn't understand the universal sign. Why do you want me to drink, Daddy? She asked. She looked at me slightly wide-eyed, with an uncoordinated tilt to her head, like she really was ten years old, like she'd been rehearsing the character and getting feedback in some class. I may have shivered. This De Niro shit was giving me the willies. What will Mommy think if I'm all drunk? She said it like she was chastising me. And she was! It's like the post-its on the door said, don't break character, and I'd been breaking character every few minutes since we started. So I resolved not to do that anymore. I was, am, an actor. And I can method with the best of them. I reached down and made that mental fist. I was daddy. I gulped down the contents of the little Maker's Mark bottle and put the empty next to the plasma TV on the bureau on the wall facing the bed. Then I slowly, with the deliberation of a grown-up, walked around to the side of the bed where she was sitting. Come over to the edge of the bed and sit right in front of the dadster, I said. She did. She squared off so she was staring straight into my shirt buttons with her shoeless feet touching the floor. Now you eat Daddy's plank, I said. She smiled and looked up at me. I gave her a stern look. You want Daddy to love you, don't you, Billy? Oh, yes, Daddy. Then you need to show Daddy how much you love the taste of dick. She did that little gig chuckle of hers as she undid my pants again. <laughs> Part of me would like to describe the ensuing blowjob in detail, but I'm not here to get you off. I'm here to get revenge and justice, in case you forgot. But I would like to say at this juncture that Cammy. It's like she was born with a dick in her mouth. 
And you boys out there, you might want to consider this when you're sizing up a babe for what's important. It's nice to be with a smart girl, or a girl with principles and whatnot, but take it from your Uncle Polly. It's really nice to be with a girl who's had a whole bunch of cocks in her face. Really nice. When she finished me off, she gave me another one of those gig chuckles, tortured my swollen balls with her tongue for a few seconds, then crawled off and pulled me down next to her and gave me a great big smooch. That was when I had my summer breeze in Hawaii moment. Life was good. Notes from the Upper West Side is a work of fiction. The people depicted in this work do not exist. Notes from the Upper West Side. Copyright 2013 to 2017 by Dan Wrench.